Hey, welcome back to Bankrupt Overlands. LJ's here. I got Jeff and Steve. What's up, guys? What's up, man? How are you? What's happening? Man, I am good. If I was any better, it'd be illegal, probably. <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> we got a we got a really cool guest joining us tonight. Uh, we have the organizer of the Red Clay Rally, Zach. What's up, man? I don't know much. I th- thank you guys for having me on. This is uh, pretty cool. I'm not used to doing these things, so uh, <laughs> bear with me if I sound like an idiot on here. Nah, you're gonna do just I sound fine. like an idiot all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got Jeff. Don't worry about that. Okay. It's it's I'll kind of our brand. Right <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna dive into all things Red Clay Rally, uh, how it got started, uh, how it's advanced, and and kind of what what we can expect this year uh, coming up here in the next couple of weeks. We're gonna be be running it. So, uh, but before we get started, uh, we always like to kind of hear what we've been doing in the garage or been getting out and doing. So, anybody in the group had anything cool they've been working on or or got finished up? I know one person did. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, I got actually two things. So the smaller thing was uh, I put LED fogs in my bumper. So nothing too major, just couple wires and a lot better than the the halogens that were in there before um but the the bigger thing was my brake booster so uh for our listeners that own stop Hyperspace, it. yeah i know right <laughs> <laughs> ah, that was a that was a pun i liked it <laughs> um, for our uh, our listeners that have 100 series um brake boosters i wouldn't say they fail regularly but i know a few people that that have had either failures or close to failure so uh, mine ended up not being an issue with the brake booster. I was just big dumb and cut a <laughs> comms wire on my last install thing. So uh, full disclosure, you're uh, big, big dunce over here. Um, Let's hear it, Steve. The, yeah. Let's hear it. <laughs> so clean. what had happened was <laughs> I, I was I was installing uh, a GMRS radio uh, and I pulled the wire through the through the firewall boot, like like a brand for the wires. You, like, you I, pulled I it or pulled you it, took a sledgehammer like, and you slammed I, it. I, I hooked through. it up to my other car and just fucking ran it. No. Did you um, push it through? Did you push it through with a box cutter? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> a box cutter was involved. <laughs> did you tie it around your wench fairlead and you just kind of it up with a snatch block to the tree? All 12,000 pounds of that winch. I, I yanked it through. So uh, ended up, like I said, ripping out cutting i don't know what i did except i cut a comms wire which caused one wire one single wire um that caused uh abs light vsc off track off and my parking brake light to go on and then whenever my booster lost pressure i got a really gnarly squeal or an alarm that went off but Mm -hmm. Long story short, ordered a new one, a remand one. There's a gentleman um, in California that remands them, and like that's all he does. Basically, he, uh, I think, so the GX 470s, the hundred series Land Cruisers. Um, there's I anything think, with a track. Yeah, anything with a track. Even like Mitsubishi Monteros have this exact same booster that he rebuilds for them. So, um, ordered it from him and. Uh, Got it installed, found it. It wasn't my booster, and it was a comms wire. And uh, now I have a, a new booster. So, <laughs> but I guess that's okay. I have two hundred seventy five thousand miles on my on my uh, LX. So um, it was a matter of time. Good. Yeah, it, it felt good to replace it. So, uh, but that's two main or major um, mods I've done. One of them was required. One of them wasn't. But two mods that I've done recently since our last talk. That's exciting. Now you'll be able to you get back in the trips and get yeah. doing stuff in it again. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's because it's been down basically since our, uh, our out West trip. Um, I installed that radio shortly after that. And then it's been kind of screwed since then. <laughs> so, Man. That's exciting. Is. Yeah. Glad you got it fixed. Me too. For sure. Uh, I'm up. I'm up. Yeah. You up? Yeah. So go ahead. Finally got the new axle. It's been a while since we talked about it, but I got the new axle on the off-road trailer. So I ordered a 3,500-pound axle with electric brakes um, that are self-adjusting. And I finally got that mounted on the the off-road trailer with um, some 285, so like some 33s. I got that. Needy. It's it's (laughs) nice. 
Yeah. <laughs> night, it's a night and day difference driving down the road. I was doing, I think I was doing 80, 85 and I looked down at the speedometer and I, I didn't realize it. And it was just tracking so nice. It's nice. Um, so yeah, I got that installed, got the brakes installed. I did a brake controller. And then I was going on a trip last weekend to um, the Smoky Mountains and I had to build some fenders because the tires stick out 10 inches on each mm-hmm. side of the actual camper now <laughs> instead of, you know, underneath the camper. So yeah. tiny little pizza cutter. I think they were Honda Civic tires that I got at the junkyard. Um, <laughs> they were underneath the trailer and it was looked it was fine but it just looked really bad mm-hmm. so finally got the the big tires underneath there the brakes on and took a first trip did 400 and something miles and no issues it worked awesome the electric brakes are hands down nice. the best thing for like an off-road trailer for something with shitty brakes to begin with yeah um <laughs> in the whole brake saga i put new ebc um yellow yellow stuff pads on the front of the cruiser too because mm-hmm. my other EBCs burnt out. So I put those yellow stuffs on there and that's just night and day. I mean, really? you could hit them and it feels like you're going to go do an endo over the front. Wow. So um, <laughs> got those kind of two main things done. Um, nice. So we'll be ready to go for the rally um, without having issues of stopping. <laughs> yeah, you definitely want to be stopping. Yeah. Especially with all that mud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so I what's that? You guys have no clue what is going oh, no. on. Oh no. Oh, <laughs> That's exciting. That's exciting. Uh yes, I, I did some rally prep myself. I uh I got rid of a table inside my truck and we mounted one of those front runner tables on my swing out so I don't have to worry about having that thing bounce around and I got a fridge slide. So that fridge that I now own because I did not have a fridge slide and shit (laughs) slid into it all over Moab. uh, (laughs) uh, It now has a fridge slide. Uh, I don't know. Did I tell that story on here last time of of how I now own that fridge? (laughs) I've gone full overland now and have gotten a fridge in my car because coolers just aren't good enough for me. Not just a little um, fridge, a big, a big one. It's a big, it's a big old fridge. Yeah. Yeah. It's a 75. Oh yeah. In that behind you. No, no, no. Like, Oh my God. That'd be like the whole dang back seat. It would, it would. No, nah, it's, it's in my, it's, it's in my hundred series. Uh, and so, so, uh, that makes more sense. So Steve let me borrow this fridge. He's such a great friend, and and he just knew that it would help me out and make my my trip to Colorado and Moab better. And so it did. You know, I'm a I'm a good friend. We'll take care of it. And uh, so we got it secured. Everything's good, and we get through Colorado just fine. And we go to Moab, and I get on fins and things. And if you've been on fins and things, you're literally just straight up and straight down. And the first time we were straight down. And my front bumper hit as I was coming down. Everything and behind us just slid into the back seat and the fridge. And the whole rest of the day, just that fridge got devoured and scratched up. And so Steve was like, "Hey, man, uh, what? You know, I, I think I'm thinking about selling that fridge when you get back. If you happen to want it, here's what I would ask for it." And I was just like, "I'm just Venmo him that." I was like, "My bad, dude." <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. I was like, oh, sweet. And then I asked him, like, what changed? He's like, I, I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, I guess not. Cause I can't, I mean, if you're going to sell it, that thing was in pristine condition when I got it and it still works fine. It's, it's great working condition. It's just scratched up now. So it just kind of matches the outside of the Land Cruiser now basically the real question is what happened to the food and stuff inside did you break eggs did you break a beer bottle what did you break inside no i didn't have any glass inside and i had these um like plastic containers for the eggs so they never broke oh, either yeah. so nice. the food and all that was was solid through the whole trip right because that was there the, the fridge didn't go anywhere it was it was strapped down it was everything around the fridge oh. that slid into it like the whole pot the whole pl- uh um drawer platform in the back slid forward oh, like it just like everything it was calamity <laughs> <laughs> absolute calamity so i got a fridge slide we got that 
that little table on. We're going to the Cove this weekend. So I'm going to get some wheeling in. Um, hopefully I don't break anything two weeks before I'm going to do the rally. We'll see. That's what I'm about too, man. When I'm mapping it, I'm like, oh, my God, please don't let me break before the rally. <laughs> I broke during the rally. I don't know if you guys remember that. I broke during the rally and was hauled the whole way. So I know all about breaking. <laughs> oh, man. What, what year was that? I feel like it was like maybe 2019 or 18. Okay. It was in, it was in mm. West Virginia. It was it was rough. Yeah, a big <laughs> a big diesel truck hauled me to each campsite. All a bunch of tennis <laughs> bills. Okay, we'll, we'll get into that story. Remind me to tell you that story. Okay. Oh, there you go. go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's all I got. I don't have anything exciting. I should have put new brake brake pads on. Uh, they're squeaking right now. They're still good, but they're squeaking. I haven't gotten to it yet, so I'm gonna be a little squeaky, be a squeaky turtle this weekend. I might have it done before the <laughs> rally. <It> depends on <laughs> if I want to be squeaky or not on everybody's GoPro videos. <laughs> Everybody squeaks. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Well, y'all want to get into it? Hey, do you have anything you've done recently, Zach? Any any big mods or anything you've gotten done? I know you, I know you did some yeah, some did wheeling. Yeah, I did spindle gussets, man, because I had thirty fives and I needed them anyway. You mm-hmm. know, probably even before this, but finally got those on. I feel more nice. confident, and I think that'll <laughs> show this year in the trails too. Oh God! Nice. <laughs> nice. Those awesome. Little teasers are 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 good. Our our little team. Uh, us basically us three and then uh our buddy buddy eric is is our team and we've been talking about the trails and going oh man this looks <laughs> this looks a lot more challenging than last year so we're yeah, oh it is man it really is i think you guys will love it cool cool so hey tell us tell us what the rally is first so we know you know as we get through it everybody kind of knows what we're talking about so give us your you know your elevator pitch or somebody asks hey what's the red, what's the red clay rally uh what, what are you telling people so rcr is a three-day um traditionally 600 mile rally that is uh different this year but traditionally mm-hmm. it's 600 miles um and it's a time speed distance rally it's tsd a lot of people call it that um okay. it's they're not very common in the United States. They're more common um, in Europe and um, I guess, you know, the Eastern Bloc companies, they do a lot of these rallies okay. and it's not based on speed. It's more based on perfection. You have to match a time. Mm, interesting. And, um, the vehicle that, that matches the times that we did uh, during mapping, most perfect wins the rally. So for every minute that you're early or every minute that you're late, you get one point uh, and points are bad and the lowest points at the end of the rally wins. Uh, that's, that's pretty, you know, it's pretty basic, but it's a really complicated thing in practice when you're out yeah. there trying to, trying to match those times. It's hard um, because we pause. If, if I have to stop, um, yeah. if I have to stop and, and winch or we stop and eat, we get time to take our time. These, these tracks take us double and sometimes triple as long as it takes competitors because we're just having a good time you guys it adds a whole different uh perspective to it when you're trying to match somebody's time it makes it a lot harder so that's where that's where all these vehicles are breaking because they don't have the time to stop and take it easy and they're trying to Mm -hmm. get over things without having to winch and recover so (laughs) it's it's pretty hard and it's it's complicated and I really like the aspect of people getting better year after year. And I see it in their times and, and timesheets and scores. Uh, cool. It's pretty cool. So I'm excited for this year and see what it brings. Yeah, it was a first yeah. it was the first time I did it last year. And man, I spent so much time on those timesheets. I'm not saying what <laughs> I did or didn't do, but <laughs> we we said a lot of things. We had a lot of Skype Zoom calls and just just strategy thinking, not knowing yep. what it was. And now this year, um, we understand it a lot more than we did, you know, last year. And, right. you know, we have different strategies with, you know, who's on our team, who's go, uh, how many vehicles and things like that, you know? So, right. and I think a lot of competitors do that too. They come in the first year, not really knowing what to expect. And, you know, road rallies aren't very common. I think the SCCA and NASA do the, you know, car road rallies where they'll do 
you know, different things on roads, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, it's, it's not very common and not a lot of people get into it and especially in four by fours. So as years go on and time progresses, I think a lot of people do what you said and uh, get better and better and better. That's what I'm seeing at least. Nice. Yeah. My, my first time doing it, I think we were like, we were the last place. We didn't, we didn't finish because the Jeep broke down. Uh, right. And then, and then, in. You came in. You rolled in on a rollback to the finish line. (laughs) (laughs) Did you? You went on the tow truck? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like a brewery, but yeah, so I was like, I got to get somewhere until I can get a – I ended up having to, like, rent a U-Haul and a trailer and load it up and drive it back to Nashville. (laughs) There was, like, eight or nine of us standing there when it pulled in, and, like, I started a clap. It was a standing ovation. I was like, we're going to clap, so all nine of us were sitting there clapping. amazing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was good stuff good stuff yeah then we, then we decided to do the six the six kit the six car team last year and uh that was rowdy there was a lot of people yeah i think i think three or four is the sweet spot i really do um you know some people prefer two and that's okay too but you get too many and it slows you down i feel like well just rolling into those small little gas stops you know, when there's oh, only yeah. six pumps and there's three locals there, you know, you're shuffling, you know, cars and, you know, bathroom breaks and all the kids, daddy, I need to go to the bathroom. And right. And there's no, there's no, there's no gas on the trail for two days. This rally, you will not pass a gas station. So that's wild. It's uh it's going to be a little bit tedious, but, but you can also come back to camp and go out and get gas if you can make it that long you know <laughs> i was i was down to a quarter tank in in day one and we were we were um we we're well under 100 miles what's your gas mileage normally i usually get 12 miles per gallon uh, okay i didn't i didn't reset it before we mapped you know i always want to but i always forget but uh, <laughs> yeah i'd say i was i was probably around five or six miles per gallon yeah Dick's forerunner, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm on 35s granted, but even still, it, it's going to be a rough first day for sure. Yeah. You want to, you want to be starting topped off. So it sounds like. Absolutely. And, <laughs> I did, uh, and some in your cans. <laughs> I did Joshua tree in my hundred series. Um, and we went, I think it was like 63 miles and I used three quarters of a tank. Oh my God. And, I believe that. And it was, you know, we were cutting across the park and there's, it's just, I mean, boulders, we were pretty much rock crawling at one point, you know, spotting every, you know, mm-hmm. couple feet. Cause I, I didn't have skids or anything underneath. And there were, you know, boulders, the size of your tires. We were like crawling over me. You're trying to turn around. And I was like, man, we are, we were, I mean, you could, you could probably see the road, but it was, uh, it was an hour and a half, two hour drive just to get there because of the terrain. Wow. And and whatnot so yeah that's that's i'm i'm very interested in my 80 because it does not do good when you're going slow for gas <laughs> they they don't do well at all no even no. if you're going fast so exactly. just to clarify yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i think i got about eight miles per gallon towing my trailer up to to the smoky mountains and back from Oof. chattanooga so but the trip's eight. worth it it was yeah so. miles per gallon Smiles right. per gallon. Yep. That's right. Exactly. Heck yeah. So the, the cool, the cool thing I think about this year is, you know, the camping in this, in the same spot, I think that's very, Heck yeah. very nice to kind of like set up camp and yeah. kind of get some weight out of your vehicle, especially for some of the technical <laughs> stuff. We did that. <laughs> we dumped everything at camp and left it all three days. And, and that's going to really help people out. People, if, if, if you pack up, it's going to make it harder because there's a lot of off-camber stuff mm-hmm. there there is a lot of things that that are you know pretty pretty butt puckering if if you know <laughs> what i mean i mean there's there's some dangerous spots so people got to take their time i would leave everything at camp this year and uh iterate that to your whole team if anybody's watching this because <laughs> that's very important this year good to know yeah i'm always like loaded to the max like you're like living on your car for four days it's like yeah you're you're packed full of stuff so you're going over yeah. some rocks and you're just like vroom, vroom, vroom. can't see out your back window <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like, oh my gosh i'm excited to unload it and and, and run light uh right. for the whole rally 
Now, I know you said you had a camper. Are you bringing the the uh, little camper? Yeah, I am. That'll be cool. <laughs> I, I had I a Force 16 a, for a while and loved it. You had a what? A little uh, M416 military. Oh, gotcha. Trailer. Nice. I loved it, man. It was it was just a beater, but we took it all the way to Moab, and I really enjoyed it. I remember following it. along during that trip of yours. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, I remember yeah. that. That was, it was cool. A fun little trip. That was yeah. that was our first big one. So. Nice. It's nice to get all the weight out of the car. Last right when I finished the trailer, we went to um, North Carolina to the Pisgah National Forest with the family. So we had me and my wife, and then both kids, and then I had two dogs. And I had the trailer behind me. And we had bikes, we had scooters, we had you know all the food and everything. And the only thing that was in my car was all the recovery gear in my fridge that always stays in there. And then the dogs were just on the back platform. So I literally had no objects inside the car, which is just so nice um, to not to load it down. You could see out the back window. Um, but I am expected to get made fun of uh, pretty, pretty big uh, this year at the rally. So. <laughs> hey, your home built trailer it, is pretty awesome, man. <laughs> I've got a buddy yes, who you can built sleep one almost identical. That's wild, you can sleep man. inside. So I can sleep. There's two people can sleep inside and then the kids sleep sideways on a bunk about halfway up the side of it. I love so, it. So yeah, it's, it's funky and uh, <laughs> I'm ready to get ragged on and made fun of. Um, so we'll bring it. Hey, if it gets cold enough, I'll join you in the trailer. Wait till people see two guys step out of that trailer. <laughs> I had my neighbor just uh, message me saying he's on his way. So he might be, uh, unknowingly walking up in a minute he's, he, <laughs> hey he's a very, one of the very loud tall types you know yeah. one of the big that's great uh so zach tell us how the rally started how did how did this idea come about man man in 2017 i was sitting around on instagram and i was pretty new to it and uh I was like, all these people are willing and there's all these events on the West coast and all these mm -hmm. overlanders are on the West coast. And I, uh, and I was like, well, I want to, I want to kind of get people together here. So yeah. I opened an event and made a post. And I think at that time I had like maybe 2000 followers or mm -hmm. two or three and, um, made the post and I guess overnight 30, 30 people signed up and I, I had no Whoa. clue that was going to happen. <laughs> so, I was instantly, instantly committed. I had yeah. no choice but to do this. But, uh, it, you know, so I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to have to map this. You know, people have already signed up and we can't, can't turn them down now. You know, yeah. this, so we go out and we start mapping me and another buddy of mine and his first gen, um, first gen uh forerunner old but it wasn't solid axle it was independent axle so it struggled but anyway <laughs> year one we were doing 16 17 miles i mean 17 hour days yeah every day i'm oh, telling wow. you so it was very overwhelming you know we had we had little under three quarters drop out the first rally and then uh, the ones that made that were, were tough and yeah. it was just a motley crew of people. And, uh, <laughs> so we learned from that. We learned from that. We learned 17 hours a day is too much. Yeah. Um, and we also learned that certain parts of North Carolina are not, uh, very friendly to off-roading, unfortunately, and oh. be that. And, and, and I'm not saying that's something terrible or, mm -hmm. or, uh, anything, but be that what they learn, what they've learned or what they perceive from off-roading or what they've mm -hmm. seen we just were not welcomed and mm, uh, that's unfortunate especially in northern parts of north carolina so we yeah. we got we we did not return but georgia people uh were very hospitable they loved us you know coming through and sat on the porch and watched us and waved yeah. as we went by you know but uh, awesome. we, we we ended up moving um north instead into west virginia and kentucky and uh we're a lot more welcome. Law enforcement is, they will escort us to trails and things like big uh, armadas of ralliers who are yeah. lost and things. They'll escort them to trails. Oh, uh, wow. that's awesome. So it's really cool. Um, we, we uh, through the years, we try to progress every year. 
um, we take, uh, we send out surveys or we, you know, people can walk up to us. We're a small event, you know, mm-hmm. uh, any, any competitor can walk up and be like, Hey, I like this. I didn't like this. You know, we're open to That's criticism really cool. yeah. because it makes you better. And, and mm-hmm. we hear, you know, and you can never make everybody happy. And that is the biggest thing that I have learned from doing an event. There will always be somebody who's upset with what you've done. And, uh, but, but if, you know, two or three or three or four people, you know, say, Hey, you can improve on this. You've got to take that to heart because these are the people that are, you know, paying good money to come to an event. And I want to put on an event that that's worth what I'm, what I'm asking. So I, I try to get people coming back. We had most of our core competitors have returned since year one. So that tells me, you know, oh, they're cool. seeing an improvement. They're seeing yeah, um, awesome. Elise Corson. I don't know if you guys know Elise, but uh, she um, met her husband on the first rally. No uh, way. Oh, awesome. and, That's amazing. They were running a dash cam and have the first moment that they shook hands on a trail in North Carolina during rally. So that's cool. It's become something important to her. We, and, and, uh, it's just through the years, people get better. Um, yeah. and I feel like, I feel like challenging things on the trail, you know, they translate over to real life because mm-hmm. adversity is something that we as Americans do not have enough of. We've mm-hmm. become soft and I hate to say that, but we've got to expose ourselves to things that make us uncomfortable. Sure. Be it willing or be it trying new things or meeting new people, whatever it is, yeah. comfort makes us bad humans. So yeah. I try to get people out there and enjoy nature and um, really um, focus on uh, everybody having a good time and getting away from all the negative things that, you know, we're bombarded with daily. Yeah. So well I said. It, I think it's working. Everybody really uh, seems to have a good time, you know, so. I describe it as my Super Bowl. It's my Super Bowl every year. It's like I look forward to it. I love it. I love it. Uh, Admittedly, I was one of the people that showed up and didn't have a ton of experience, and I didn't have the best vehicle either to start out with. And uh, but I I got my wings. Damn it, Uh, we (laughs) we got through it. uh, You know, and then uh, and then the next year we all did it, and we we competed. We got I think ninth that last last year we did it. So so I was about to say ninth. So I, I believe you're right. We were in it, and I think if we'd had if we'd have split our teams up and were able to run a little more nimble, we, we might have been able to get a little bit better. But you know, there were times where I'd get I'd get stuck in a stoplight in the back, or you know, these random things would always happen that just kind of split the team up. There was one time where we were waiting on an obstacle, and my last teammate goes through, and someone just pulls up and goes right in front of me and goes through the obstacle. I'm like, yeah. bro, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my name, Jeff, by the way. Oh, what's God. up, Jeff? <laughs> what's up, man? <laughs> They're saying what's up. I've got the headphones in. Oh, no. <laughs> He's, uh, I, I told him you were walking over. I got the text right here. Okay, I didn't know you got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, strategy, and yeah, I mean, there's there's unforeseen things that you just don't realize that you come across. Um, on the last day, one of the teammates ran out of gas on the, mm-hmm. the long haul back right. to the finish. And, you know, we can say if this didn't happen, if this didn't happen, but, you know, cumulative right. with every little thing we could, we don't know, you know, cause you don't tell where you were fast or slow. You just give us a score at the end. And right. we don't know if we were fast on checkpoint one or if we were slow on checkpoint two, we don't really know about what, what happened. And it's, and I think it's, you know, it makes you stronger because then next year, if you're going in it to compete and try and win, you really have to sit and think about every one of those checkpoints. So I agree there. There's a lot of strategy to it. And, you know, what a lot of competitors don't think about is we don't have, you know, 40 vehicles in front of us. And that's another Mm -hmm. challenge that a lot of these, uh, these competitors face and they, you know, they get upset about that, but that is an aspect of rally. If they want these yeah. teams to get out of the way, it, they need to watch some camel trophy videos and see how these teams who were who were uh, adversaries who were you know facing each other had to help each other continue on. Yeah. You have to do it, or you will not be competitive in this rally. You won't do oh, it. Oh yeah, 
that first obstacle, the the rock obstacle. I think we're going the other way this year. The rock. And it's even harder. That rock so, backwards. Oh, it man. sucks <laughs> backwards. It's that fucking back, stupid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the most technical thing that we're gonna do. It's not oh, even close. I, I had to hit that rock backwards when it was wet one time, and that is not any fun when it's wet. I'm hoping that we have dry conditions because if it's wet, you'll we'll be winching a lot of cars over that over that rock for sure. I agree. Yeah, I agree. By that day, though, the the good competitor is going to be up front. That's day three. So, um, okay. The 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 competitors that are going to hang people up are by that point going to be in the rear. So, thankfully, that's. I think that's a strategy we've kind of went with, nice. which we've tweaked every year, the timing. One year, we made the mistake of sending the small tires out first. Oh, man, I'll never do that again. <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> but you oh, learn man. as you go, you yeah. know, so. But, but we're getting better, so I think that's good. So what, what, what are some of the big things that you've learned? You mentioned, like, kind of don't send small tires out first. What are, as you've been organizing this event over four or five years, what are some of the big takeaways? You know, there, there are so many things that I have, I have learned. Uh, running an event, firstly, is it, there are so many aspects. And once you get, you know, so many gears turning, you've got to, have help if not mm-hmm. it, you just get overwhelmed and yeah. uh and i've gotten that way um i'm kind of still that way but we're getting there yeah. um but you got to have people to help you out you got to have a, a solid base of um people that'll map with you because it's not i couldn't map this stuff alone um yeah you know up until this year we'd have to turn around and do uh u-turns and hit trails that um uh, that were never uh meant to be driven by trucks you know mm-hmm. they were they were side by side trails so that uh, loop <laughs> that loop yeah. from last year yeah the loop the loop was uh that, that was, was insane yeah was insane. You're, passing, <laughs> you're passing trucks and you're like am i you know am i going the right direction <laughs> that, we, was, that, that was pretty intense spot it was so we entered the wrong way and no, we entered the right way. We just entered and there were like three trucks just stuck in the mud in random spots. And we were like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> that that blue forerunner on like 40s. Yeah. Was in he was in front of our team. And he, I mean, he buried himself to the axle. And I looked and I was like, I believe oh, oh my God. Like, and then we get past that. And then our second vehicle got hung up on this rut. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. So then we just had my toe strap and I was snatching people up ready to go and then we got like after that the first initial creek crossing and you kind of veer up and you on this skinny little trail and then you drop down into the river and there was two jeeps buried and i'm like oh my god like i don't know if i can go around them and my my co-driver hopped out and he's in his muck boots and he like walks across this mud puddle like up to his knees and i'm like i guess we're gonna go to the left and go down the side-by-side trail that's pretty much straight down so i pin it and i'm in i'm in first gear i lock the rear and i just floor it i'm in four low and i just hit this mud puddle and this giant mud splashes up and it hits this lady in the jeep and i'm like oh my god i felt so bad and then i make Sometimes it to that you just and gotta I'm, commit yeah and i make it to the to the drop off to get down into the bank and I'm trying to turn and it's so narrow. My front passenger corner just slams right into the bank and I get stuck. And then I had to back up and I just hammered it. And I just plowed all these bushes out of the way just to get down into the bank. And I'm like, Oh my God, we gotta get five more trucks through that. <laughs> it was, it was nuts, man. Oh it's yeah. Crazy. It's a mess, man. That, that was a messy trail, but, um, this year there's, you know, there's a good mix of everything from mud to rock. There's a lot of really slow rock sections. Um, That's exciting. You've got to have armor. If you don't have armor, you're going to get damaged. I mean, it may be disabling damage. You've got to have wow. armor this year. Please, if you don't, get it before how then. Much, how much armor? I would at <laughs> least get, um, you know, a diff skid. You know, some people don't care about dragging their diff, you know, and diffs are tough. You know, you can drag them over a lot, but I think a diff skid's important, you know, and <laughs> okay. I, 
I have a factory gas tank skid, and it is all beat up. It looks like somebody took a baseball bat and <laughs> beat the hell out of it. So that uh, I would get a gas tank skid if you don't have one. I didn't have one, and it, it's pretty beat up. But uh, uh, rock sliders are a must. Oh yeah, you'll get a lot of body damage without those. So uh, nice, good, info. really exciting. Something to look forward to. Yeah, sliders, I feel like, are just – well, for one, I always break shit when I go into Kentucky. It's just – it's inevitable. Like, you know, the rally last year, I bashed the door in. Uh, I was out there up in that area a couple months ago and uh, freaking slammed on that rock and, like, <laughs> broke a motor mount and then uh, <laughs> ended up breaking my fan shroud. And, like, it was, it was a whole mess. And, and at the same time, I, like, had a rock into one of my fenders – I was like, what? Kentucky just beats the shit out of vehicles, man. I'm telling you, it's like, it's like you don't really see it, but it just, it just beats the hell out of them. <laughs> well, our motto is as slow as possible, but as fast as necessary. You've got to drive yeah. that way. You know, it's, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And these trucks have to last you three days. I yeah. mean, you can do, you can do minor things, but man, if you, something, something as simple, well, it was a wheel bearing or something in the, in yeah. the Jeep, wasn't it? Something that simple put you yeah. out. You know, so Done. you have you you've you gotta you know drive it like a marathon. Take your time, choose good lines. Your the spotter is the most important person on the team this year. If you don't have a good spotter, you will perform very poorly. Steve, Steve's right here for me. He's sitting <laughs> right there. Steve. <laughs> yeah. Well, damn! Now the pressure's on. Here yeah, it is, the man. It's a... <laughs> so, if if you win, you'll get none of the credit. But if you lose, yeah. you're getting all the credit. <laughs> I, I can wear that. I can... <laughs> I'll wear that uh, that shirt for sure. <laughs> yeah, let's get a shirt. I mean, you're gonna wear that. Depends. Wait, on I'll, I'll, I'll get a lead spotter shirt made for you. <laughs> nice. But yeah. I think the, the key takeaway to this year is be prepared to drive slow and steady. Um, do not drive above your um, skill level because it's – yeah, if you drive above your ability, it's dangerous. And, mm. and there, there are some spots that, that you can roll and roll and roll and not stop for about 30 seconds. I mean, this is – I mean, there are gorges. It's the Red River Gorge, you know. So, mm, I really yeah. want – safety is the most important thing. If you see a team that is uh, being unsafe or that's, you know, above their head, let us know. You know, you tell them, you know, help mm -hmm. them out. Um, come to us after the first day and let us know, you know, because safety is the most important thing. We want everybody to have a good time. Yeah. But this is not a beginner rally anymore. And that's another takeaway that we've learned with rally. Day one, you've – or year one, we, uh, we weren't very skilled, you know. We, we wheeled, but, yeah. you know, we were the weekend wheelers. But as the years go on, you know, we, we try harder and harder stuff, and we're trying to challenge our competitors as well. So I think that's um, the main takeaway with Rally this year. I think nobody is going to be upset about these trails. And to anybody that is, don't come back because this yeah. is how it's going to be, man. <laughs> it, is, it is an awesome rally. Well, that's, that's a great segue. We were talking last year about um, – and, and I think the big difference is we're not moving campsites every night. You, could, you can stay right. centered in that area because I think that area is some of the best wheeling that we have in this general area, in my opinion. I agree. Slade is, is awesome. The regulation yeah. is awesome. It's, uh, it's a good overall area. Yeah. So you've got a lot more options over there to build out really great routes. And so I think that's going to what, like we were talking last year, when we we're moving those campsites and you're going 200 miles to a different city every, every day. Oh, yeah. you, you, that rally really tests your vehicle because you pretty much have an even mix of all types of conditions, right? You've got some highway that you're going high speed. You've got gravel roads that you might be going a little bit high speed. You've got <laughs> rocks and, you know, you kind of move through it, but, yeah. When I when I yeah. saw you were doing it at one location where you were doing it, I was like, "This rally is going to be more trails probably than we've ever seen in years uh, years before." We have we have a little over one hour of highway. The whole Ooh. wow, that's nice. Yeah. That's crazy. You heard it here first, people. Yeah. In a little over an hour of highway. That's it. So all you all you people that complained about too much road. <laughs> you you miss you're missing out. You're gonna miss out this year. <laughs> this uh, 
that we, we really tried to avoid road, but you know, day three, we wanted to show you some pretty cool scenic things that weren't on trails, but are in that area. You know, that's, you know, a lot of, a lot of flatlanders come out and run the rally. So they don't get to see these gorges and uh, yeah. mountains and all that stuff. So we're trying to put them into that, you know, into the, Pretty you said flatlanders. Explain to me what a flatlander is. I've never heard that term before. Florida. <laughs> you know, Florida. Florida. <laughs> okay. Florida and I thought Midwest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, I was thinking. And, you know, and, and that's cool. I, I want them to come out here and see that stuff. And yeah. we've got a lot of pretty stuff. And unfortunately, you got to hit some some highway. We we intentionally put some highway in to see a certain thing that I wanted to add in there. Yeah. We've done it once before. Um, a lot of people liked it. It's it's cool. So we'll cool. some that. of the highway yeah. sections last year were beautiful coming out of the river mm-hmm. campsite. Oh, absolutely. Going in, going in and out of there. I think we were going in at sunset and we came out at sunrise. And I mean yeah. the fog over the valley. Some of the video oh, yeah. we have shot of just yeah. these the backcountry houses and just little farmlands. It's so pretty. And it's and oh, it's it places is, that you would you never just randomly go if you're going to be driving that distance to go to a location so absolutely a lot of people on a on a road trip would not see that stuff so that's what we're trying to do man we, we live in a beautiful area and uh, we want to share it with people you know this is our we gotta you gotta share the pretty stuff you know yeah oh yeah so, exactly no, i'm not a tree hugger by the way that sounded way too <laughs> tree hugger <laughs> what are they called? Is that granola but it's kind of interesting because everybody thinks of like west coast when you think about like wheeling and just beautiful landscapes and stuff but out here on the east coast we have those things they're just not as well known and i think you highlighting well, those specific parts is incredible I've, I've wheeled all over the country and i yeah. firmly stand when i say that east coast wheeling is the hardest wheel in the world you know, yeah. from, from from Rubicon to mm-hmm. anything in between, you know, yeah. Metal Masher, anything. I think uh, East Coast Wheeling is the most technical. I mean, we have mud, we have rock, mm-hmm. we've got it all. So uh, I want people to experience that. Yeah, uh, definitely. And they do. They drive from, you know, California to see it. So <laughs> pretty cool, man. That's amazing. Just, I'm just, I'm honored to be a part of it. You know, it's just, just I'm really cool. humbled that everybody wants to do it. Yeah. yeah, it's something. So with the with the wheeling out here, unless you know where to go, it's hard to find spots where oh, yeah. I grew up in. I grew up in California in San Diego, um, and you go out to the desert and you can just drive wherever you want, and it's so different because you can just go and find all these places by just driving to one location. Here, right. you really have to know um, where to go. And there's a little local trail, 10 minutes from my house. I'm in Chattanooga and it's awesome. I mean, it's technical. If you have forties, you could struggle in some sections and it's right Mm -hmm. down the street and you wouldn't know about it unless you talk to someone or went to a meetup and they explained where it was or where you can go. Um, there's Mm, no signs, there's no, it's not on Google and things like that. So some of these areas are beautiful and there's overlooks that overlook this whole view, this whole valley of Dunlap. And it's like, oh my gosh. And you go there on a Friday night or, or a weeknight and there's no one there. And yeah, if that was in amazing. San Diego or the West Coast, everyone goes there and posts pictures on Instagram and tags. Well, that, 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 that's a lot of it right there. You know, you, I, I used to tag my locations, but man, I've stopped doing it. I just, uh, I got to keep yeah. stuff. You got to keep stuff wild, you know? Yeah. So that's that's really important to uh, to us at least. We we try not to share. We we'll share. You know, hey, we're in New Mexico or northern New Mexico, but yeah, you got to let people get out there and find the stuff they want on their own. You know, it's easy enough to do, do the research and find it. I mean, Absolutely, if you're a smart person, you can find Absolutely. locations and places. It's you got to mm-hmm. put in the effort. You have to earn it. Because I agree. You're on Instagram, you want to go do the Rubicon. Like it wasn't like you can see pictures of the whole thing. It's like right. a photo book, you know. And someone shaking <laughs> yeah. it, black and white. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're blowing it, blowing it off as they're shaking it. Yeah, Look at this, man, that's a Rubicon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you really have to know where to go. I mean, I in San Diego, I grew up, and there's I'm sure you've seen pictures of this place called Fish Creek. It's in Ocasio oh, yeah, Wells, yeah. super high walls and. In 2007, I had my dual sport all decked out in the desert and we'd go ride there because it was street legal vehicles only. And I mean, you wouldn't see anybody out there. 
And now you go back there and there's everyone in their brand new Tacomas and forerunners Mm. parking on the sides of the road where you shouldn't and, you know, going on making trails and it's just, it just ruined it. It's, it sucks. Yeah. And I I saw that too in Colorado as people were driving on the tundra and razors raising cane you know and i'm like man there's signs everywhere that say stay off the tundra it's, it's so simple yeah. and they just yeah. people you know that's that's why our trails are getting closed it's not what we're doing you know we we repair trail when we go places you know we've laid rock and all kinds <laughs> of stuff to try to repair it so um we're trying to you know reinvent the image of what we do and yeah. and uh you know I think that's it. That's an important aspect of it. You gotta, you gotta take care of what we got. Yeah. That's, Are you uh, doing a a big giveaway for the uh, the trash haul off again? Yeah. yeah one of our uh, checkpointer guys is over uh, that specific prize this year. He's going to try to get a uh, a waste management team to come out and sponsor that. So he's oh, working cool. on that. Right now. So I think that'd be nice. pretty cool. You know. That's awesome. Get my local out there and get them in the yeah the rally room. Bring a dumpster to, to, to put all the trash that we collect, or, or yeah, yeah, bring it or bring a truck out. They can throw it in, you know, and yeah, take it. That's really cool, you know, and, and have their name on the rally. I think that'd be pretty cool, you know. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Have y'all speaking of giveaways? Have y'all heard about the guy that's giving away the guided trip for the rally? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, so there's a guy out there, CCS Overland, and uh, he's yeah, he's doing a so he's doing a giveaway right now where he's going to be guiding a team, you know, taking care of camp accommodations, like basically kind of like a white glove treatment through the rally, uh, and and he's giving away one of those one of those spots for for anybody to go get if you go and you know restaurant all that stuff. I was like, dang, y'all imagine like just showing up out there, not having to worry about like your maps or your camp kitchen. Yeah, just like it's all there. I'm like, man, that's that's pretty dope. I, I could get behind that. Uh, Hire, hire a cook to cook for you that would help a lot you know? yeah i mean that's that's kind of what it is i guess i mean he's he's right. kind of running it through you know he's he's i think he has he has a couple him and another guy who've done the rally before so they've got that experience and then they're selling one of the tickets and then giving one of them away um and and but his side is like he's like he's not in it to to make the money he's in it to just you know get out and get people out doing stuff right and i thought that was pretty cool of of him to kind of have have that kind of zero zero dollar profit model just to be out there to get people to experience it kind of that same line of thought where you are of like hey just get out and do it get out of the city get in the woods have a good time uh so most important thing of it man it's uh I, i think it's cool that people are uh you know creating little aspects of of rally like ccs overland to do uh mm-hmm. you know his little guy to trip i think that's cool you know yeah yeah he's i think this is one of like one of his first ones he's going to do he's going to try to have like a handful of them a year that folks can kind of just join up with him and he'll guide them to different parts via locals um right. you know colorado moab those kind of things so it's kind of a pretty right. cool little uh little system he's going to set up to do guided trips and in, in really right. really cool places and we uh Speaking of guided, we were guided this year um, for the first time ever, and it helped us out tremendously. There really? were some trails cool. I wouldn't, I would not have hit um, yeah. if I didn't know what was beyond that, you know. Uh, so uh, Justice Explorers is his name on Instagram. He got oh, cool. 100% of this rally and helped us out with everything. So uh, awesome. he is a tremendous help this year. That's awesome. He's cracking a beer. I didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> Actually, that's a really good segue into. So, I d- I don't expect you to give out any any sort of like uh, pro tips or anything. But how do you kind of like select trails? I know you've been doing this for a number of years, so you already kind of have a local area knowledge. But how do you go about finding new trails and new challenges? Is it through like a local guide type of deal, or is it just mapping? No, this is the first year that we've had a guide. Um, years before, man, we've. Um, We've done everything from looked on the forums, um, yeah. you know, adventure forums or off-road forums. Um, I have I spent hours and hours looking at Google Maps, finding, yeah. I mean, visible trails, you know. Yeah. And 
uh, and you'll get, you know, we'll drive, you know, three and a half hours and get to that trail and there's a gate on it, you know, oh, or something. Oh, and, and we run into that a lot. We've, we've driven yeah. two hours up a trail and hit a gate and had to drive two hours back out, you know, oh. so there's, you know, there's a lot of headache when it comes to the map and, and, uh, up until this year, it was, it was a little bit easier, you know, with, mm-hmm. um, him, you know, showing us the trails and, and he's in a Jeep on 35. So it was a, it was a challenge, you know, some of the stuff's yeah. challenging for, uh, especially, you know, one of our trucks is on 32s, you know, so. How, what was the, what was the setup of the, of, of the vehicles that were doing the mapping? Um, so there was a Tacoma, um, I believe he may be 33s. He's on 33s, BF Goodwrench, all trains. Does he have the sidesteps on his Tacoma still? Is that the one I yeah, saw with the sidesteps? I, I, I begged him. <laughs> John, if you're watching this, you take those steps off. I swear. <laughs> you got to cut That's those. Amazing. I mean, you, you don't even have to take them off. Just cut the steps. <laughs> they have hung him up so many times. It just, it, I bet you, I bet you he has, he has hung up total six hours of our time. No <laughs> him off those bars. So. If he doesn't cut those off next year, I'm going to do it for him and not tell him. But, uh, <laughs> then there's a there's a forerunner, a four-gen forerunner. Um, he's on 33s. He's got a rear bumper and um, some armor and a winch and um, um, just a basic truck, you know. Open diff? Open diff. Center diff lock, factory center diff lock. Mm, okay. Um, same as me. I'm open other than – the factory center diff lock. Um, oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, cool. So, um, other than that, man, it's uh, plastic trucks. You know, a lot of people don't, yeah, you got to have a spotter. And a lot of people don't realize uh, even a stock truck is really capable. Most of them are, are uh, more capable than most drivers. Uh, so uh, it'll surprise you. You'll get to a hill and be like, there ain't no way. I'm gonna that. There ain't no way. And, and there you go, straight up that hill, because I yeah. said that seven or eight times. So, uh, well, well, so whatever makes me like cringe is when I'm like on a trail and I'm like, wow, that was awesome and fun. And then I see like a Subaru on it. Right. Well, we <laughs> ran into that once and he was way in over his head, but we, I was like, uh, I looked at him and he and he gave me a thumbs up, so I just kept driving. So <laughs> and it then, got a lot worse after that. And then Jack oh, in his stock Tacoma. Oh, uh, last year the stock Tacoma, no armor. Yeah, he's coming back in a Jeep this year. Oh, oh yeah, he is. You know he's coming back. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he, he's he's crazy, man. Not, not all his cylinders are firing right. Man. So I'm, not, I'm not judging. That's cool. Yeah, of That's course. Cool. But but he's out there. Wow. I kept up on some of the videos he was posting. <laughs> he rolled his Jeep around its side. A couple uh, of videos. Oh no. Oh man, just tipped it back he, over. He ran into one of our uh, checkpointer guys' truck trying to. Go around it on a hill as we were staging. <laughs> Slammed right into it, dude. And I'm like, God almighty. Oh, no. No way. <laughs> uh, we came across him in the in the loop section, and he went the wrong way. And we right. came across a bumper the on the Tacoma. You know that little front, like, wind lip on the below yeah. the front bumper? That was on the side of the trail. And I was talking to my co-driver. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's the Tacoma guy. <laughs> And sure enough, I mean, not a hundred yards later, he's in the, he's in like a ditch with a flat tire. We all pulled over and said, Hey, do you need some tools? Do you need the, what do you need? Like trying to help him out really quick. Yeah. And he's like, no, I got it. And I was like, Oh my God, all right. you are an animal. Offered. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you say, all right, have a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well. yeah that was rough to see. He was he was pretty frustrated because he went oh, from like I think first that day to to last just because that oh, that because yeah. that, it was easy to get turned around there if you didn't oh, like yeah. super easy to get turned around on that one. That. See, and that's another thing. Navigation is very important. The driver is the least important person. Steve, I know I got his fucking spotter <laughs> in navigation. First time <laughs> in the rally, I get all this shit. Like he, get, he if he if y'all win, he gets VIP. Shoot, if y'all get top ten, he gets VIP. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate he's got, that. He's both of those. But uh, nice. 
But yeah, guys, just come prepared to wheel. Um, I'm trying to think of any pertinent information, which there is, I know, but I, I can't think of. Um, it's going to be a good rally. I think everybody's going to be really satisfied with the, with the trail difficulty. Um, there's going to be more dropouts this year for sure. Some people aren't going to be comfortable with the trails. Oh boy! How many vehicles do you have uh, registered to that t- total? Um, I think we've got 90 vehicles, uh, 91 vehicles, um, oh, total on 226 competitors. Total. Wow. I, I call passengers competitors too, cause they've got to help map and all yeah. that. Sure. Yeah. 220, yeah. 220 something competitors. That's a really good turnout, man. Congratulations turnout. on getting that. That's awesome. Yeah, man. And KXCR, um, um, hair scramble races. We, we partnered with them, them this year and they're going to have, around a thousand uh at their event at the same time on the same property so there's gonna be a lot of people at rally this year uh trying to get when when are they gonna get there and start setting up (laughs) we're gonna be separate uh we're gonna be camped separate of them oh nice Uh, and another thing i want rally competitors to do to differentiate us is we've got i mean we're so close to halloween we got to have a costume you know, if not a contest, just everybody dress up. You know, yeah. oh, extra points if you. I guess I'd love to do it. Yeah. Points production like, if you. Uh, points, yeah. That's what it is. What if we do you like the up. same like wig? Like find a wig on Amazon and just tell everyone to buy the same wig. And look like a bunch of lemmings. <laughs> yeah, we can rock out on the rocks. Yeah, there's gonna be live music there, so you, you got live music. What? Music, yeah. Wow. A bluegrass band, I believe. I oh, believe no. bluegrass at the time coming. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we got live music and uh, trying to okay, trying to get Country Boy to come out. Um, it's Beer Week. Um, I think some things have uh, come up for them, and they they might not be able to make it, so we're working on beer. But if not, bring your own. Bring a lot of it. Yeah. As always, there's never a shortage. Like I don't know why I'm telling oh, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My fridge has. I went camping this weekend, and I had a handle of tequila, a bottle of vodka, a bottle of Makers. <laughs> <laughs> and I had probably 15 to 30 beers in my fridge. Oh, just for his kids. Uh, that's, just, that's just in there at all times. So like the so you're set. come over and I'm just like, oh, just open up the fridge in the truck. It's good. So probably it's support amazing. our team with alcohol yeah. by yeah. myself. Oh yeah. That's uh, uh that's an important aspect of it too. You gotta keep everybody hydrated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The next day. Oh, and we're okay, sure. day one, day one, we're doing uh we're sending you out in the evening. So you're gonna get some night driving on day one. So, wow. so it starts in the evening on day one. Yeah, yeah, we'll send you out later. So you, so you know, there'll be some day driving and as you're you know, hitting trails, it'll get dark. So so you kinda so the plan should be to like kind of show up on Thursday, set up camp hang out but you don't have to worry about getting up at 7 a.m so you can really chill and hang out that night oh yeah 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 we're gonna we'll send y'all out you know we're still debating on it but we'll send you out probably um obviously afternoon because it's gonna get dark you know earlier in october there sure. we're guessing around five thirty or 6 yeah oh wow so it'll get so yeah pretty early and uh that's one of the reasons we chose it this time of year i know it's a little bit cold but uh, okay. you know, yeah. it gets dark earlier, and we can have uh, above ground campfires this year. So if you if you got a um, fire pit that doesn't scorch, you know, underneath, mm-hmm. drink some wood, and we'll we'll have a fire. That's cool. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Be yeah, we're gonna be doing we're gonna be doing podcasts after after the nights. Maybe not after the first night. If it depends on how late that is, it might be a next morning thing. But we were gonna we were gonna get out there and record. So you gotta you gotta pop over and hang out with us for a little bit when we when we uh, toss it up. I will, dude. Absolutely, and uh, I do appreciate you guys having me on tonight and everything. And uh, um, yeah, it's been a whole lot of fun. It's been cool to hear a little bit about what we're gonna get to do in the next uh, couple of weeks. I'm pumped. Absolutely. Me too. I like keeping a lot secret, you know. I like keeping yeah. a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of little teasing. Yeah. So what we got like what seven days out? We can expect the maps about that normally. Yeah, yeah. You know, this year I thought about sending them maybe a few days um, earlier to let people study, just um, just because of the technicality and really looking at um, how how slow we we went. You know, mm-hmm. there's some. Uh, 
you know, if we're stopping and getting out and looking at something, we're letting the time run because yeah. that's something everybody's got to do. But but winching, we we perfect time <laughs> would be not having to winch, right? Yeah. So we get that luxury. Sorry, guys. Oh <laughs> man, get those get those straps ready and those yep. controllers ready. Yes. Have have it on the front and back if you can, front and back um, of every truck because you're gonna get stuck. Somebody mm-hmm. on the team will get stuck. Will he's calling it? He's calling it. Well, hey, we're, we're a couple weeks out from maps. We're a few weeks out from rubber meeting the dirt. We're pumped, man. Uh, I'm excited to see you here in a, in a few weeks, man. You take care. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for Thanks, having me Zach. on, guys. We'll see you later.